Well, cello, everyone. How's it going? Is everybody surviving the coup? I'm sure you are. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad you're with me today. I have a very, very interesting topic to talk to you about today, and it is the Act of 1871. America is not the land of the free that you think we are. So buckle up. Let's get going. Welcome to the Mead Feed. My name is Whitney Mead, and if this is your first time joining me, I am so glad you're here. You're going to get a little bit of saucy Southern spice and a lot of patriotism today because we're going to be talking about one of the biggest mistakes our government has ever made in the history of the world, and that is the Act of 1871. So before we get going with that, I have a funny story to tell you. I have a YouTube channel where I teach the Bible to women and put up some political videos and things like that. And I have a live stream on there where I will play back to back all of my devotional videos and things that we've recorded, but where it's quote unquote live so that when someone comes to the channel, they see it's almost like you're watching TV and each episode will roll into each other and it honestly it helps your rankings in YouTube it boosts your channel if you've got a live stream going so I had this thing going when when we were in between offices I had it set up at my house on a separate computer and um, everything was going smoothly but since we moved to our temporary new location we have really bad internet like super bad internet we're supposed to be getting fiber in a week which is a miracle. But until then, I can't live stream from here because it's just too glitchy. Well, I wanted to use some new software with this live stream service. So I downloaded the new software and I was just testing it out yesterday. So if you happen to be, you know, get the alerts on your phone when I put up a new YouTube video, you will have gotten an alert that I went live like three times yesterday. Well, that was actually just me on the computer starting the live stream. So I've get you know I get it up on on a private cha- um, a private page so that no one else can see that it's you know going and just in case there was something wrong with it and once everything I knew that everything was smooth I went ahead and switched it over to public. Well, I turned the volume on the video on YouTube just so I could double check to make sure that the volume levels were good. And as soon as I did that, I started hearing a feedback loop coming from the YouTube stream, and I was so confused. And very frustrated, actually. So I shut it all down, started started it all back up again, got it going. It was on private. I switched it over to public one more time, and the video starts rolling again, and I turn the audio on, and I hear the feedback loop again. Well, I have a very short fuse. It's just not a really great quality of mine, but it is real and I'm admitting it to you right now and I don't always well I use cuss words sometimes it just happens and I used a cuss word out loud and then I heard it off of my YouTube channel it was literally okay oh my gosh it's so crazy the software was capturing the room audio and streaming it on YouTube I am so glad that I wasn't like 
talking about somebody or, you know, I mean, God knows what I could have said live streaming on YouTube where the software was capturing room tone at the same time. So anyways, if you were one of the three people that was watching that live stream and you heard me cuss, I'm really sorry. That's what happened. (laughs) Oh, the adventures of being a Bible teacher. Okay, so back to the topic at hand. Today we're going to be talking about the act of, I'm sorry, I can't just stop for a second. Oh, gather yourself, Whitney. Get it together. Okay, we can do this because this is re- this is really serious. The Act of 1871. All right. The most important thing for you to understand about the Act of 1871 is that it established Washington, D.C.'s government. And since then, America, or what we know as America, has become a corporation known as the United States of America Corporation. United States of America Corporation is owned by the international bankers headquartered in the city of London. Now, the city of London is not actually what you and I think of it when we think of London. The city of London is an independent territory in London called the City of London. It's You can compare it to the Vatican or you could compare it to Washington, D.C. And those three are a little trifecta. And they are, you know, their own little independent lands with their own police forces and all that kind of thing. Okay, so the United States of America Corporation is owned by the international bankers, which are headquartered in the City of London. Here's how this happened. In 1871... The United States of America was broke. We had just come out of the war and we were absolutely broke, hurting for money. The international bankers took this as an opportunity to just get their claws in our democracy. And they offered our Congress a deal that they could have refused, but they didn't want to. With no constitutional authority to do so, Congress created a separate form of government for the District of Columbia. With the passage of the Act of 1871, a city-state or a state within a state called the District of Columbia, located on 10 square miles of land in the heart of Washington, was formed with its own flag and its own independent constitution the United States' secret second constitution. Congress defaced our original organic constitution when they capitalized the title and changed the word for to the word of. So the constitution for the United States of America, which was our very first real constitution, and when I say United States in that sentence, the United States were not capitalized the Constitution for the United States of America, then became all capitalized, all every single letter, the Constitution of the United States of America. The Act of 1871 created an entirely new Constitution, but in actuality, the new quote-unquote Constitution is the corporate bylaw document for the government of the District of Columbia and Corporation, the United States of America. 
This newly altered constitution was not intended to benefit the republic. It benefits only the corporation and operates entirely outside of our original organic constitution. Ultimately, the United States of America Corporation has no federal jurisdiction outside of Washington, D.C. They have been operating unlawfully outside of those boundaries since 1871. By passing the Act of 1871, Congress committed treason against the people. We, the people, were sovereign under the grants and decrees of the Declaration of Independence and the Organic Constitution. That treason is still occurring today. The United States of America Corporation is a business, and it has been fooling Americans that it governs our republic. But guess what, y'all? It doesn't. The president of the United States, as we know him, has actually been the CEO of the United States of America Corporation. We haven't actually had a true president of our republic since number 18, Ulysses Grant. All the rest of those guys, they were CEOs of the corporation. You might be thinking, okay, this is totally crazy. Like, where are you getting this information? You can look it up. It is 100% verifiable fact. You can look it up. Let's look at the U.S. Code for the definition of the United States as a federal corporation. This is uh, number 28, U.S. Code 3002, definition section 15. The United States means A, a federal corporation, B, an agency, department, commission, board, or other entity of the United States, or C, an instrumentality of the United States, not a republic, a corporation, an instrumentality of the United States. Well, here's the question. Why did they do it? And this is a quote that I found in my research. One reason Congress may have created the corporation is to gain power or jurisdiction over the people who actually sit above the Congress. We don't have a king, so the people are sovereign. To circumvent this, Congress created a corporation called United States and then has cre- then creates franchises or subcorporations using the first slash slash John Doe name combination and the parent corporation has jurisdiction over the subs. So here's an example. I am Whitney of the Mead family or in parentheses Whitney Mead and I am an individual sovereign because I don't live under a king or queen. I am a citizen of America. In fact, actually, we can dive deeper. A citizen of South Carolina, one of the United States of America. And the United States Corporation, to make me subservient to them, created the subcorporation called Whitney Mead in all caps when they created my social security number. And now the United States Corporation has jurisdiction over the subcorporation spoofed from my sovereign name. Here's another quote. 
Instead of having absolute and unalienable rights guaranteed under the organic constitution, we the people now have relative rights or privileges. One example is the sovereign's right to travel, which has now been transformed under corporate government policy into a privilege that requires citizens to be licensed. Think about it. Your driver's license, your passport, the real ID, all of those things that grants you permission to travel. You are a sovereign. You should be able to travel wherever you want. It doesn't take a rocket scientist or a constitutional historian to figure out that the U.S. government has not been subject to the consent of the governed since long before you or I were born. Rather, the governed are subject to the whim and greed of the corporation, which has stretched its tentacles beyond the 10-mile square parcel of land known as the District of Columbia. In fact, it has invaded every state of the republic. Mind you, the corporation has no jurisdiction beyond the District of Columbia. You just think it does. And that quote was from Lisa Giuliani. From a speech in Congress titled The Bankruptcy of the United States. United States Congressional Record, March 17, 1993, Volume 33, page H1303, Speaker Representative James Traficant, Jr. from Ohio, addressed the House and said this. Prior to 1913, most Americans owned clear, allodial title to property, free and clear of any liens or mortgages under the Federal Reserve Act, 1913, hypothecated all property within the federal United States to the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve, in which the trustees, the stockholders, held legal title. The U.S. citizen, tenant, or franchisee was registered as a beneficiary of the trust via his or her birth certificate. In 1933, the federal United States hypothecated all of the present and future properties, assets and labor of their subjects, the 14th Amendment, U.S. citizen, to the Federal Reserve System. In return, the Federal Reserve System agreed to extend the Federal United States Corporation all the credit money substitute it needed. Like any other debtor, the Federal United States government had to assign collateral and security to their creditors as a condition of the loan. Since the federal United States doesn't have any, didn't have any assets, they assigned the private property of their economic slaves, the U.S. citizens, as collateral against the unpayable federal debt. They also pledged the unincorporated federal territories, national parks, forests, birth certificates, and nonprofit organizations as collateral against the federal debt. All has already been transferred as payment into the international bankers. Unwittingly, America has returned to its pre-American revolution feudal roots whereby all land is held by a sovereign and the common people had no rights to hold allodial title to property. Once again, we the people are the tenants and sharecroppers renting our own property from a sovereign in the guise of the Federal Reserve Bank. We the people have exchanged one master for another. So, why does this matter? Hear me when I say this. 
You are a sovereign. Everything they have passed into law since 1871 is null and void. And you are owed reparations for your lifetime of payments for licenses, taxes, fees, etc. that you have paid to the United States of America Corporation. When this is uncovered, and I'm uncovering it right now, so the more people who learn about this, the deeper this goes. When this is uncovered and recognized by everyday Americans, we will take our country back from the clutches of evil who have held us in bondage for hundreds of years. Let me tell you this. They do not want you to know this truth, that the United States of America is a corporation, that they gave you a social security number so that you would become chattel. Your life, your property, your children, your nonprofits, your land, they sold you to the Federal Reserve Bank as chattel. If that doesn't shock you or shake you awake, it should. So where do we go from here? You know, when you look back to 2020 and the election theft and the fact that the Trump team didn't really fight it, there were a lot of talking heads and a lot of attorneys that got involved and a lot of smoke and mirrors. It just, things didn't add up. Things didn't make sense. Biden's entire inauguration was sketchy as hell. I mean, like, it looked pre-recorded. It was bizarre. Anybody with discernment can tell you that, that this is a show. So the question is, what is actually going on right now? What is actually happening? If I had to guess, I would say that there is one of two scenarios that's playing out right now. One scenario is that we... With Trump's exit, the military stepped in, and this is all, this Biden administration is a, is a show as they make their arrests and in, serve their indictments and all that kind of thing. The second is that we will soon be switching over to the new republic. And if that is the case, then what we're seeing right now from the Democrats is their literal hail, hail Marys as they get completely stomped out and um, they know that the end is coming. The thing that they don't want to happen is for the truth to come out. They know that it's inevitable, but they're trying to delay it as, as quickly as possible. I also think that they're trying to fast forward their timeline. Um, you know, I really think that that second scenario is more where we are rather than the first. A lot of people think that the, that the new Republic was, you know, put in place at the beginning of the year. I actually think that, that we, um, are close to that, that that's going to be happening soon. And that actually Trump, when he comes back, will be our 19th president. Um, you know, when you've studied this as long as I have and you've gone down the rabbit holes as much as I have, you know, you it's really hard to convince you otherwise that that this isn't the truth when you see it all from, you know, a helicopter perspective. 
you know, when you get down deep in it, it can be very overwhelming. But when you stand back and look at all the information that you've accumulated, this makes sense. Um, this means, though, that the Federal Reserve is going to go, you know, it's going to be defunct. And a lot of people are going to be getting arrested and tried for treason. And um, it's just it just means that things are going to get crazier. And you need to be ready for that. Like when I say be ready for it, you know, there's really nothing we can do to get around it. We have to go through this. Um, but I think what's going to be on the other side is things that we aren't even imagining yet. You know, the fact that there are cures to cancer. There's cures to every sickness. They already have it. They've been hiding it. Uh, electricity, water, fuel, all of those things that have been precious commodities, they have they already have answers to, to providing those to the globe without it being a strain on our resources. Their whole point has been to eliminate as much of the population as possible um, and leave a servant class so that they can live, you know, their elite lives with without, you know, having to deal with the middleman. Anyways, that is a huge amount of information to digest. And I encourage you to go back and listen to this podcast one more time just to listen to it through and and let that info sink in even more. Um, You definitely want to get on DuckDuckGo and do some research into the Act of 1871 yourself just so you're aware of it because it's going to matter at some point in the near future. Thanks for joining me today. If you would like to check out more Whitney Mead's stuff, go to 7daykickstart.org. That is my $7 daily devotional series where you can go deeper with the Lord. And also, if you're looking for a community of patriot women, you can join my group called Women Encourage, where you will get a private lesson from me every month and a Zoom call with the whole group where you get to ask me all the questions you want, pick my brain, we get to hang out, encourage each other, and have a bit of fun. I will catch you guys later. Need feed out.